0: hey welcome to life according to god where we have conversations revolving around the many colorful characters in the bible and how god's influence shapes their lives their families and their societies my prayer is that as you listen you will glean one or two powerful ideas that will transform your own life too This is Allow Me Brigway, your host. Hi, this is Allow Me, and welcome to the sixth episode in the Ruth series. In this episode, I'm going to be reading and focusing on Ruth chapter three, verses 10 to 18. Now in the previous episode, we left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger. When Ruth went to Boaz, lay down at his feet, uncovered his feet and basically said, dude, I want you to marry me. <laughs> so she basically proposed to him. Well, we call it proposed now but it wasn't really a proposal at the time. It was a matter of duty for Boaz to perform. And she went, she took the courage with the help and the guidance and the encouragement of her mother-in-law, Naomi, and she went and asked Boaz to be her family redeemer. So that's where we're going to pick up from in this episode. So what was Boaz's response to Ruth's requests? I'm only going to read one verse. It says in verse 11 of Ruth chapter three, Boaz speaking, and now my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. And that's going to lead me to my first powerful idea. I began to think about this. Boaz basically reassured Ruth and he said to her, do you know what? There's no reason for you to worry or to be anxious about this. Don't be afraid. I guarantee you that I'm going to make sure you find a husband because he then goes on to say that there was a relative that was closer to Ruth than him. So he was basically saying, come rain, come shine. You are definitely going to find a husband. And what was his reason? He said, because everyone knows that you are a virtuous woman. I find that very fascinating because the reason why he agreed to, to this pretty much outrageous request if you think about it Boaz himself said number one you didn't go for a younger man Boaz was an old man and number two she wasn't even supposed to be there in the first place if you read further on in Ruth chapter three they had to sort of hurry Ruth away before the day broke so that people would not see her there. She wasn't meant to do something like that. And for him to just sweep aside all of those things and then say, I commit to either being your husband or making sure that your closest family redeemer will marry you for one simple reason. Everybody knows that you are a virtuous woman. So her reputation had gone ahead of her. So it wasn't a matter of, oh, sorry, we have been hearing the kind of things that you have been doing. You like to argue, you like to abuse people. You're not very kind. Isn't it interesting that the reason why this man committed himself to marrying this one was because of what he had heard about her. Our reputation is like a fragrance that goes ahead of us. So we need to be mindful of the way that we interact with people because you never know the way you treat someone and you think oh it doesn't matter the person does not really matter I don't need anything from them you never know who they know they say there's only six people between you and anyone on the face of this earth six degrees of separation so that basically reinforces to me and reminds me that allow me listen it doesn't matter who you think the person is it doesn't matter how the person treats you or whether they deserve to be treated back in a way that is not loving. It makes no difference because the truth is whether they deserve it or they don't deserve it, the fragrance of your own reputation will go ahead of you. Someone may stand there and observe you acting in a way that is not particularly loving or compassionate, and they may not know the full story, but that behavior has formed an impression in that person's mind We need to be mindful that reputation or even first impressions are like fragrance. They go before we even arrive in a place. And I love the fact that Boaz, the reason why he committed 100% to this woman was because he had heard that she was a virtuous woman. Right. Now moving on to my second powerful idea, it says in verse 16 that when Ruth went back to her mother-in-law, Naomi, after leaving Boaz, she said to her, Boaz gave me six scoops of barley and said, do not go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. In another translation, the six quote-unquote scoops was actually about 60 pounds of barley because if you notice if you read in the previous verses boaz puts the barley in her cloak and the bible says that he helped her put it on her back so it wasn't literally something that she could hold in her hand it was a lot of barley 60 pounds worth of barley that she had to carry on her back Right, and she took it home. And what was the reason? Why did he do that? He said, I don't want you to go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed, and that really excited me. If we think about the fact that if you're going to form a partnership with anyone, make sure that you only strike hands or go into partnership with someone that is willing to recognize your value and is willing to invest in your life, particularly when we talk about marriage. Do you notice how Boaz valued her? He said, I'm not going to let you return to your family empty-handed. He packed and packed and packed all the food that she could carry and gave it to her. Nowadays, you see people being pressurized into marriage and before they enter into the marriage, the guy is already treating them anyhow. He's already speaking to them anyhow and vice versa. He's already being quite offhanded with their family and basically not treating them with the value that they deserve. That is a red flag. Before the person has even married you, if they can't value you for what you're worth and even much more than you think you're worth, how do you think they're going to react when you enter into the marriage? So it's a red flag to see someone belittling, diminishing the value, speaking down and ill-treating or disrespecting someone's family even before they have married them. It's a real big red flag because we see here that Boaz treasured ruth so much that he was like i can see your value i can see that you are a virtuous woman so i'm not going to let you return home empty-handed and he basically just invested in her he she didn't need to ask she didn't ask and say well it is quite possible that we're going to be married so come and give me transport fare (laughs) come and put me in a taxi she didn't need to ask this man immediately recognized that, ah, it will be a privilege for me to be able to take care of this woman for the rest of my life. And he demonstrated it even before they were married. That is such a valuable lesson for us to hold on to, not just in marriage, but in any kind of partnership. If you have a friend that you keep hanging out with and they never ever treat you as if you are worth anything, then it's probably time to get rid of our friendship. Because life is not just about giving, life is also about receiving. If you keep giving and giving and giving in any kind of partnership or relationship, then it is out of balance. And what will happen is resentment and bitterness will enter into that relationship because you feel like the person does not value you. So that is my second powerful idea that I've taken away from that reading now here's the last one it says in verse 18 that Naomi then advised Ruth. I can imagine Ruth getting quite excited. Like, "Oh, look, I'm going to be married probably in the next couple of days. Oh, see what the Lord has done. But Naomi said something very, very important and crucial to Ruth. She said to her, just be patient, my daughter, until we hear what happens. This man won't rest until he has settled things today. The New King James Version says, sit still until you know how the matter will turn out. This reminds me of God in a way. Boaz was a type of God in the sense that God was the one that was working in him to be gracious to Ruth. It says, this man will not rest until he has concluded the matter meaning when god has promised you something he's not going to stop he has backed up that word with his integrity he's not going to back out he's not going to relent he's not going to give up halfway and Naomi said something important to said, you sit still you be patient this is not the time for you to go and find Boaz and say have you asked the man what's going on because she could actually end up jeopardizing the whole thing if she had behaved like that so Naomi basically preached to her and said be at rest Be confident in the word that this man has given you. He has given you his word. So sit still and be confident in that word and then see how things play out. It is the same thing in our own walk with God. When God has given us the word, all we need to do is to sit with that word and continue to give him praise and thanks as he works it out. Whatever we then now are required to do, the Holy Spirit will always show you what you need to do next in order that to lay hold of that promise. So those are my three powerful ideas that I have extracted from this reading of the book of Ruth. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.